With all the noise in the world, do you hear the voice of God? Your calendar tells you what to do, but do you remember who you are? Being comes before doing. This is a call to put first things first. Return to the Lord with this daily pattern of prayer and devotion. Set aside this time as a sanctuary. Find a space free of distraction and follow this pattern. Welcome to The Daily Pattern. If you've been around at all, you know that we've taken a little bit of a break from production over the summer. We've been doing reruns in the summer season, but now it's fall, and we're starting a new series with new content we're excited about. We're starting a series called Reopening the Bible. As everybody's talking about reopening in society, how do we reopen? When do we reopen? Uh, What does that look like? Business, school, travel, sports, workplaces... Uh, We want to ask, though, uh, before we go back to normal, whatever that is, we want to ask, have we learned anything? Before we reopen again, um, are we doing it faithfully? We want to return to God's Word as the foundation for any reopening. And so, in this Reopening the Bible series, we're going to look at uh, six key biblical events that have always defined God's people. Things like creation, covenant, the exodus, We want to look at these major texts in Scripture, and the meditations will follow those and comment on those, and we pray that you're blessed as you reopen God's Word and build your life around it. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, you once came to humanity in a rustic barn and a messy manger. Do not be distant from the rough places in our lives. We often find ourselves far from you. In mercy, come near to us, our Lord, Emmanuel. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit. One God, now and forever. Amen. The Confession. Forgive my sins, O Lord. Forgive me the sins of my present and the sins of my past, the sins of my soul and the sins of my body, the sins which I have done to please myself and the sins which I have done to please others. 
Forgive me my wasted and idle sins. Forgive me my serious and deliberate sins. Forgive me those sins which I know and those sins which I know not, the sins which I have labored so to hide from others that I have hid them from my own memory. Forgive them, O Lord. Forgive them all. Amen. Our word today comes from John chapter 17, both verses 11 and 23. Holy Father, protect them by the power of your name, so that they may be one as we are one. May they be brought to complete unity to let the world know that you have loved them. Our meditation today is written by Paul Clater. Can't you kids just get along? The exasperated mom asks as her three young kids engage in yet another round of sibling bickering. That's not asking too much, is it? When it comes to positive interpersonal relationships, getting along is a minimum requirement. It doesn't necessitate conversation or even physical presence. In fact, Sometimes it's better if two or more parties who are in conflict separate to make that getting along possible. Get along is one of those idiom phrases whose meaning is a bit different from that of the individual words. For example, it does not refer to a clothing size for a tall person. Perhaps, though, this phrase does come from the idea of not being above, below, in front of, or behind but rather getting alongside those we walk through life with. Such unity requires that we at least be civil in our physical and social interactions with others. Speaking of others, another idiom that expresses this unity is the phrase, one another. St. Paul uses it often in his letters, writing, love one another, admonish one another, serve one another, submit to one another, and that list just goes on and on. In Greek, that's one word. Our English makes it a phrase that unites the one with the other, with the emphasis certainly being on the other. In his so-called high priestly prayer recorded in John 17, Jesus doesn't use the phrase. But on this holy night, as he prepares to sacrifice his life in order to accomplish the world's salvation, the one for the others, Jesus has the others on his mind. 43 times in this chapter-long prayer, Jesus uses the pronouns they, them to refer to his present and future disciples and his overriding concern that they may be one as Jesus and the Father are one and that they may be brought to complete unity to let the world know that you have loved them. These days, it's so easy to villainize the other those who may be of a different political tribe, race, culture, or religious persuasion, to view them as the enemy. Sadly, this is happening even in homes and families where there's so much more that unites us than divides us. Where exasperated moms love their children, and warring children really do love each other. Now, maybe more than ever, we need the intercession of our High Priest Jesus and the awareness of his blood-bought forgiveness. Only in him 
and with him in us are we able to get along as we live together with one another. We pray. Give me your eyes, Lord Jesus, to see the others in this world and in my life, not as the enemy, but as my neighbor. And then give me your heart to work for the peace that unites them to me and through me to you. Amen. The benediction. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. <music>